St. John's Nation, thank you for once again tuning in to St. John's Missionaries Baptist Church podcast to listen to Pastor Michael H. L. Robinson Sr. bring the word that God has given him. Today's podcast is titled, Can You See the Breach? And like always, I hope you enjoy this podcast and be blessed. Another day the Lord has just kept us, amen. Kept us with our hearts and our minds, stayed on Him, amen. Amen. And for some, He's kept us from hurt, harm, and danger, amen. And even if the Lord allowed you to come through some danger, that's the reason to give God some praise, amen. Amen. And most of all, we'll give God praise for His Son, Jesus Christ, and that He allowed us to be in the land of the spiritually living, amen. Because uh, there's a lot of folk walking around this world, amen, they're living yet they're already dead, amen. If they don't give their life over to Jesus Christ and get right with him, amen, in hell, they will lift up their eyes, amen. amen. So we do greet you in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus Christ. I'm telling God, thank you for all things. And we ask everyone to take and set their hearts and their minds and their entire being, amen, on the Lord, amen. 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 If y'all don't mind, we're going to bow just for a word of prayer as we prepare. Um, to move into our services this morning. Our Father and great God, we stand this morning, God, just to tell you thank you for who you are, God, and the love that you have for us, God. How, Lord God, you allowed your son, Jesus Christ, to come down, God, through the generations just to die for our sins and our trespasses, God. Lord God, for that, we do tell you thank you. You, God, have redeemed us from the hands of the enemy, God, and we tell you thank you. Lord God, we were caught in a snare, God, and we didn't ever, did not even realize it, God. And for that, God, we tell you, thank you, Lord God. Father, you've allowed us to assemble ourselves in your house this morning, Lord God. Some physically, Lord God. Some, oh, Lord God, over the internet, God. And Lord God, just some in their hearts and their minds, oh, Lord God, wishing they could be in their number, God. But Lord God, for that, we do tell you, thank you, Lord. Even now, Father, we ask, Lord, that you just allow your spirit to fall fresh in this place. Turn, God, our hearts and our minds toward heaven, towards you. And then, God, allow your spirit to move in this place, God. We pray today, God, that you would just save somebody. God, somebody today stand in need of deliverance, God. I pray that you would deliver them, O Lord God, from whatever is holding them captive, God. Be it physically, God, or even if, 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 even if it's in their imagination, God, I pray that you set them free today, God. I ask God, even now, Lord God, you will bring us all, God, on one accord this morning. For your name, say, God, that when your spirit move, God, we will all know it, God. And when it's all said and done today, God, we'll know that we've heard from you, God. I pray, God, even now, Lord God, you relieve hearts and minds of the burdens and the cares of this world, Father God, knowing that you're going to meet our every single need, God. I ask now, God, you even give us strength more high, God, to preach your word to sing your word, and to sing praises to your name this morning, Father God. Lord, we tell you thank you. And now, God, we commend these services into your hand, asking, Lord, for you just to have thine way. And we ask now in Jesus' name, and for his name's sake we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Bless your name, God. Let's give God some praise, church. Amen. Amen. Once again, we do welcome everybody to St. John Missionary Baptist Church. 
Uh, we're not going to belabor the hour this morning. We're going to come pulling and scratching at that hole. And then he comes to the door and he gets in the door and the Lord sends him in. And he goes in and he can see exactly what's going on with these men. Notice he said the ancient of Israel. So these were not no, no young folk, amen. These were not jitterbugs, amen. These were not, amen, Johnny come lately. But these were individuals who knew who the Lord Jehovah was. And they were behind closed doors doing what they should not be doing. How do you know they was doing what they should not be doing? Because the word shows us, amen, how they had all these abominable things on the walls, amen. Now notice if you will, amen, we're not going to carry us as if we're behind a wall but what we're going to talk about this morning is our heart amen our heart amen even though they're behind the wall doing and saying praying amen lifting up other abominable things amen the lord knew what was going on but the problem was amen because god had tarried so long he had not come back he had not delivered them amen they start looking to other things amen to get by Take a look at the world today, amen. Because the Lord tarries, some folks say he's not coming back. But the Lord Jesus told us, amen, no man nor the day nor the hour. Amen. He don't know it. I mean, the angels of heaven don't know it. Only God the Father knows that day. So you and I, amen, we must keep our hands on the gospel plow and not get caught up, amen, behind secret things. Amen. There's groups and organizations, amen, they do a lot of things, amen, behind closed doors, amen. And typically the things they do behind closed doors are not good things. But they'll come out in front of you, amen, and everything is good, amen, and they start quoting the word. It was good and it was very good when it's really not good, amen, because if you're not doing it from the heart, amen, with a pure heart and a clean conscience, amen, it is not right. Amen. So this morning, what I want you to see this morning, I'm going to ask you a question. Can you see the breach? Now, a breach is nothing more, amen, than a place that is broken, amen, something that should be, amen, something that is broken. With us, amen, as those who have sinned and come short of God's glory, if we have not gotten our life right with Jesus Christ, amen, the breach, amen, between us and God, it's a broken breach, amen, there's a hole, amen, just something's keeping us, amen, separated from God. Now, many of us, amen, we think we can get it right in that last day before the Lord comes, but you don't know when he's going to come. We speak every week. You look at the news, amen, every day, amen. Young folk are checking out of here. Old folk are staying around a long time. We said the other week, amen, how in this day here, there's more folk, amen, that's over 65 than there's under 65. That math don't add up. But guess what? Why? Because a lot of folk, amen, are taking for granted that because of who they are, how young they are, amen, or where they are in a certain place, everything is okay. And it's not okay because there's a breach between you and the Lord. And it's time, amen, for us to get things right with us and God. Our, our focus scripture this morning is going to be found over in Ezekiel 11 and 19, which reads, And I will give them one heart. And I'll put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh, and we'll give them an heart of flesh. Amen. Now, that lets us know that there is a problem. That lets us know, amen, that folk are not right. When you read the scripture, we see what these folk weren't right, but we don't stand in judgment because we know that we've sinned and we myself have come short of God's glory. But I thank God, amen, I had enough sense, amen, to go to the Lord and get it right with him, amen. But when you find yourself with a breach, guess what's going to happen? A fall will come. 
We understand the scripture and says, amen, before every fall, amen, pride is there. Pride cometh before a fall. What is pride? It's not so much just being lifted up and kind of making yourself boastful. But when you think, amen, you got it all right and you don't have it right. Or when you perpetrate that you got it right and you don't have it right, amen, there's a fall going to come. So notice, amen, what our scripture says, amen, over in Ezekiel 13 and 14. The word of God says, so I will break down the wall that you have daubed with untempered mortar and bring, bring it down to the ground so that the foundation thereof shall be discovered and it shall fall and you shall be consumed in the midst thereof and you shall know that I am the Lord. Now, what do you mean, amen, this tempered, amen, it, it, it is faulty material. The mortar has not been mixed right, amen. You can look at some of these houses around here, amen. They put it together so quickly, the foundation, amen, is not cured, is not tried, is not tested. They put houses on, amen. You got cracks all over the house. Houses brand spanking new and cracks are all over the place because it's not done right. In some cases, they don't put the rebar in there. Have mercy, somebody. I know of a building, amen, they start building, amen, there's blocks all up, amen, a concrete foundation, and the city condemned it before they finished because it was not right. It had no rebar in there. The concrete was not right. The concrete that should have been, been placed, amen, on the walls was placed in the floor. And therefore, amen, it is about to come down. But here's what happened in this word here. We see, amen, what God says, amen, that it's daubed with untempered concrete. That means, amen, they've taken the concrete, they put it, y'all know how it is when you do some, that, that mortar mix you put all over the house. What do they call it? There you go. When they put the stuck all over the house, some of them are done right and the cracks don't come. But others, they put up and there's cracks all over the place. Y'all got to call Ramjack and all these other folk to get the stuff right, amen. But it's, he says here, they have daubed it with untempered mortar, meaning you've used a faulty material to cover everything up. What's covered up? The cracks, amen. The, 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 the faulty work under the bottom. Now, let's look at us, amen. Look at our hearts, amen. When we talk about those men in that room, we're talking about going into your own heart, amen. When you walk in your heart, amen, you dig that hole and you look inside of the heart and the heart is not right. The Lord knows this thing. The Lord knew that these men were behind this wall, amen, and he knew, amen, that the walls were not upright, and he told this man of God to go in there, not just to be nosy, he told him to go in there, amen, that he can get things right, because the word of God shows us, church, and it's time out for playing with the word. He says, amen, in his word, that judgment shall begin in the house of God. That's what he says. And so here, amen, there's a great fall that's going to happen if you're using untempered mortar, amen, if you're using faulty equipment. If you yourself in this day are building on a foundation other than Jesus Christ, there's a fall going to come. It may last a little while, but a fall is going to come. How many of y'all ever been to the beach in your life? Anytime. If you ain't been, amen, you look at it on TV. One of the big things that happen when you go to the beach, you start building sandcastles. You start building sand houses. You start building pyramids up and everything. But what happens? Tide's going to come in and it's going to get washed away. That's where a lot of our religion is, amen. Our salvation that we say we have is built on a sandy foundation. It's built and the tide, when the real word of God starts coming in, it's going to wash that whole thing away. And here we see, amen, where this untempered mortar, amen, it was brought down to the ground, all the way down to the foundation. Everything was exposed because it was faulty. 
What are you saying this morning, preacher? Amen. You need to make sure that your walk, your relationship with God is right. Not right with me. Not right with him. Not right with her. Amen. But your salvation needs to be intact. Now, when that salvation is intact, now you're going to treat me right. You're going to treat her right. You're going to treat them right because you love God. And the word tells us, I mean, some of us got it backwards. We try to act like we're treating God so good and we treat folk bad. But I ain't said nothing about nobody. How you did me? How you turned your back on me? How you walked away from that one you didn't know? How you would not give your last to help somebody who was in need and you knew they were in need? When did I see you naked, Lord? When did I see you hungry? When you did it to the least of these, you've done it to me. A result of that will be a great fall. Now, let's not confuse that. The word of God lets us know, amen, in the last day, there's going to be what? A great falling away. That is predicted in the word of God. It's going to happen. But what is he saying, amen? A lot of times, if we don't get it right, we're going to fall down and we're going to be hurt because we're not building on the right foundation. Check yourself, church. What are you building upon? Are you using, amen, a watered-down version of the gospel? Are you using a watered-down walk with the Lord? Are you acting like you got it and you don't got it? Are you one of those in that back room, amen, pretending that you're worshiping God and you're worshiping some other idol? God says, I'm a jealous God, amen, you should have no other God before me. But the problem, amen, many folk in their hearts... They've got another God. These men, these ancient men of God, they were hiding out, doing things, and they came out in front of the Israelites and act like they had it together. They had their censor. They had their cane. They had everything to make them look right. But they weren't right. So what does God say? The great fall will happen. How do we prevent that great fall? Check your own heart. Check your own heart. But exposing the heart is a th the thought. Exposing the heart. Question for you. Do you want your mama to find out you did something bad or wrong? Or do you want to go tell her you did it wrong? I, from what, it, from what I'm told, when I was in school, they tell me this now, that I acted a fool sometime. And they had to call Christine on me. I know y'all weren't like that. Y'all got your lesson. Y'all did what Miss Teacher said. Y'all did it. Don't lie in the church, y'all. But, but with an amen, it was better for me, amen, to get home first and tell mama, mama, I did something wrong. They're going to call you today. They ain't seen no text message. And then no teachers really care. They're not going to call. They're going to drive by. They're going to stop by. They're going to knock on the door. They came and knocked on your door. You knew trouble was there. That's when I went out and started raking yards, I cleaning up the bathroom and doing everything. Y'all know what it is. Thinking, oh, I'm going to get ahead of this thing here. Mama, mama, I know she, but didn't I clean up? Don't, ain't that, don't, don't you feel good, mama? That, that's what we did. We got ahead of that mess. But the thing that I didn't do is let her know, yep, I really, truly messed up. But if you don't expose your own heart, guess what will happen? It will get exposed for you. Look at our Acts chapter 19, verse 18 and 20. A couple, a couple of words out of here. And listen good. The word shows that this time, amen, these folk, amen, they was doing everything they wanted to do. They was dibbling and dabbling in curious arts, amen. They was doing wicked stuff. 
And the word says in verse 18, and many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. Notice now, it said they came, they confessed, and they showed their deeds. Many of them also would use curious arts, brought their books together, and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. So mightily grew the word of God. But notice what happens, amen. They came after hearing the word of God preached. After hearing Paul tell them what was going on, excuse me, after hearing Peter tell them what was going on, amen, with the word of God, they came and said, here I've sinned, here's my mess. And notice, I preached on this before, they burnt that mess up. Why? That's to totally get rid of it. The only way we can get ourselves right, we got to confess our faults, amen, to the Lord. Get right with him, amen, and then that mess would be burnt, but they exposed themselves. He didn't say, you've got this book, you've got that book. But notice what happens here. It says many. Many implies that not everybody did it. He says many confess. But he says many came and they showed their deeds. They exposed their hearts themselves. It does no good. No good. For mama to bend her knees and cry out for you. And you hear the Lord convicting your heart, but you stand there hard-headed, God, I got it right. I went today, God, I did today, I acted right, God. I gave out so much on the corner, God, I did this, but your heart is not right with the Lord. Expose yourself. He says, and many that believed, they came and confessed and they showed their deeds. They showed it. And the result of that, amen, the word of God grew and the word of God prevailed. When we give our hearts totally over to God, when we open our heart up, God said, God, I don't need Ezekiel peeking down at me. I don't need him trying to find me out, God. Here's what I've come short at, God. Here's what I've done, God. Guess what? The word of God will prevail. Where? In our hearts and in this world now don't mistake that everybody church is not going to be saved in this world there's folk you can go and give the word you can help them out you can feed me do all these things and they're going to turn around and curse you out but that's not reason for us to stop being obedient to the word because you say, preacher, I, I, I opened myself up. I did it before, and they hurt my feelings. I helped them out, and they turned around and stole from me. I had them in my house, and they stole from me. They wouldn't listen to me. They didn't own you. They have a problem with God. Many of us now, we pass folk by who God has told us to help out. He's telling us to do right by them, and we're passing by because somebody else did you wrong. Somebody else hurt your feelings or you talk to somebody who got their feelings hurt. And as a result, you won't help nobody. God is just asking you to give somebody a word. God is asking you to stand up amen, and give the word that folk can be saved. There was a time in the Bible when it said the word was precious. It was not just going everywhere. When something presses me, it is rare. It's rare. It's not all the time. This is not the day. The word of God has the ability through all of our mouths to spread everywhere. 
Got folk living in Woodbine. Got folk in St. Mary's and Kingsland and Yulee, Ferndina. Got folk in Jacksonville. All got that word. And look at the mess going on in those places. Go to Jacksonville. Look at TV. Man beat up a girl on TV. And you know what was worse than that, church? What was worse than that? Say that louder. Fellow walking right up the aisle. Didn't say nothing. Didn't say nothing at all. Many of us, God has convicted us and shown us that a word is needed, and we will sit back and ignore it. Yeah. Deke going to come out and tell him. And I'm going to call a pastor. He'll come down and tell him. He, 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 so so-and-so will come tell him. You have God in your heart. He's giving you his word. He's giving you boldness to proclaim his word, to tell somebody, amen, about the Lord, to help somebody do something that's right, and you won't do it. And church, that means that's exposing your heart right there. Fear. God has not given us that. He's given us power, church. He's given us love. And he's given us a sound mind to know when we need to do. When God convicts your heart, please, from this moment forward, when God convicts your heart to do, do it. When God convicts your heart, amen, to say, I've wronged, say it. When God convicts you, amen, to help somebody, help them. That's what God is saying. Exposing the heart. What kind of heart do you have, church? Do you have, the, have a heart after God's heart? Or do you have a heart after the world? Many of us in the church, we are being conformed to the ways of the world. Many of us, amen, because of our political beliefs, we're going along with stuff that's contrary to God's word. But God understands. No, he don't. You're choosing this day whom you're serving and you're exposing your heart. You're showing if you do or you don't belong to God. These folk, they came, they brought all that they had, brought their books, brought their curious arts, amen, and they burnt them up. See, this is how some people do when it's time to clean up. They're going to get rid of some stuff, Pam. They don't get rid of all the stuff. Because we find a reason to have a sentiment for things that we shouldn't have. Folk want a brand new house, they won't sell the old house. They want a brand new car, and they won't get rid of them five hoopties they got sitting in the yard. They don't work. They ain't got the money to fix them, they laying there. Many of you want a good relationship with God, but you will not give up the things of the world. Romans tell us to be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. That means you belong to Jesus Christ. If you can get that in your heart, you will do right. You will believe it. You'll stand firmly. You'll stand boldly in the faith of the enemy, knowing that you ain't got to fight that battle. Exposing the heart is what needed to be done. God exposed those men for who they were. But guess what? Guess what? God still loved them. See, this is the problem we have. We think, amen, because I say you're wrong, God says you're wrong, that God don't love you. God says, those whom I love, I chasten. And God says, amen, that if I love you, amen, and you've done wrong, I'm going to give you a new heart. But y'all scared to go have surgery. 
and had five heart attacks, and they tell you you need triple bypass surgery. They tell you you got all these orders going, no, I can't do that. I'm going to stand just wait on the Lord. He's going to bring me through this thing. I don't believe in doctors. Jesus, as y'all saying, is a doctor that's never lost a patient. Beyond spiritual, amen, the healing that your body needs every now and then, amen, God will use somebody to do it. Those doctors cannot do nothing in and of themselves. The Bible says the world, the earth is the Lord and the fullness of them, the world and they that dwell therein. There's no knowledge except from God. There's no wisdom except from God. There's some doctors who was doing things of themselves, but nowadays notice most of them, the ones I see, they ready to pray for you. Let's have a word of prayer before we do this. You can feel the spirit when you walk in. But if you go to those doctors and you don't feel that spirit, they wanted some other things, make sure you're talking to the Lord. But we want a new heart, but we don't want to give up the old one. Ezekiel 11 and 19. He says, and I will give them, I will give them one heart and I'll put a new spirit within you. And I will take the stony heart out of the flesh and will give them a heart of flesh. Notice the heart was stony. The heart had its mind set, amen, on things of the world. The heart, the mind, the soul, the being had its very being set, amen, on all of these abominable things. Remember, we're in the world, church, but not of the world. They were doing what the world was doing. Talk to many folk on the regular. A lot of them are, are saved. A lot of them are believers. But when I talk to them, I notice that there's a compromise with the word. Their heart is fearful. And in some cases, they have a stony heart. They're really not believing God. You've got to get to the place, amen, when God gives that new heart, when you turn all over to him, when you get rid of all that curious art, all that stuff that's in the secret recesses of your heart that's way down deep that only God can out. When you turn it over to him, then all of a sudden you'll be able to just, just stand boldly in the face of them. The things you were afraid to say and do, you'll be able to do them. But God said, I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within them. The word says over in, in Psalm 51, create in me a clean heart, God. Renew in me what? A right spirit. What spirit? Not the one I had before. Many of us, oh, I remember when, Pastor, I'm about to go back. Don't go back. You need to remember when you gave your life over to God and when you started walking with him, when you started talking with him, and when you knew that he was right there leading and guiding, he gave you a new heart. Many folk, they go and they finally get to the place where they're going to have that open heart surgery. And they have it, Julius. And when they get done, Deke, you know what they do? They go back to the same thing. They're smoking their cigarettes. They're drinking their brewskis. They're eating all the fried chicken they can. And they wonder why that thing ain't work. Ain't nothing wrong with a little fried chicken every now and then. But you can't have this up every day. Go down these places that open up to selling chicken and shrimp for $2. That stuff ain't no good for you. It ain't even real food. And it's coated with grease. But God gave them a new heart. And some, when God gave them that new heart, they still wanted to do 
old things. You cannot put new wine in an old flask. Hey, you can't do that. You can't put it there. It's going to bust at the seams. When you get a new heart, you need some new ways, some new tendencies. Amen. You have to have a new walk. But if you don't have that new walk, you got them old ways, them old walk. God's going to let you know. You will not be able to stand before God and say, God, I'm sorry, I didn't know. You will know because in that day, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, and nobody will be able to say that they didn't know. How do you know? Because the word says when Christ comes back, here's an indication. The word would have been preached everywhere. That means everybody will have heard the word. There will be no excuse at home. They had the opportunity for a new heart, but they didn't accept it. But many did. And church, if you're thinking that you're the only one with that new heart, because some of us are very, very judgmental. We think that I'm the only one that's got it right. I'm the only one who can preach. I'm the only one who can say, I'm the only one who got this thing right. Uh-uh. There's a whole lot every now and then, church. Listen now, every now and then, God would just have you walking in your faith. You walking with God, amen. You think you're by yourself. God is having you walk in your faith. But guess what? He's still got some folk that's reserved, that have not bowed, that needs to bail, amen. They have not run, amen, from that harlot, amen. They're standing there believing God. Because you don't see them don't mean it's not so. Because someone don't jump up and run through the church and shout and dance and holler don't mean they don't have God. God said he'll give you a new heart. When he said that means that we need a new heart. Folk, I got it. I don't need it, Pastor. I'm good. I got it. Man, I went to church last year. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to keep it whole 365 days. But God is telling us, church, that there is a breach in here. And the same way God allowed Ezekiel to see what was going on with these ancient men, God knows what's going on in here. And I'm going to tell you, church, and listen good, it don't matter what I think. It don't. It doesn't matter what I think about you. It, it does not. If I think you're the most despicable thing in the world, does that keep you out of heaven if you're saved? It doesn't matter if I think you're the best thing since sliced bread. Does that put you in heaven? Absolutely not. The only one who can do that is Jesus the Christ. And that's why we have to get it right with him. We've got to confess that he is the son of God, that God sent him, that he died, that God raised him. And oh, by the way, he's coming back. So you've got to make sure before, not the day when he cracked this guy, make sure before he calls your number that you get it right with him. And church, we've got to be, we've got to be a people that love God. What do you mean, preacher? I said at the beginning, if you love God, you got to love me. You got to love me. You can't hate me because I'm different than you. You can't hate me because I'm white. You can't hate me because I don't speak or understand like you understand. If you've got a clean heart, a new heart, amen, you understand, amen, that we're all God's people. We are. But church, examine yourself. See if you have a breach. And that goes beyond just doing something, saying something, being somewhere that you shouldn't be. Check the content of your heart. Check your motives. Check your thoughts. Check 
what you really and truly want to do. If you find, amen, like Paul, that anytime you're thinking or you want to do right, evil's there, that's telling you, amen, that God's got you, but Satan is battling for your soul. That's what he's doing. He's battling for it. He wants it. And as long as you got a, t- a thought of doing something, that means Satan's trying. The day that he leaves you alone and everything starts going right, you better get concerned. Because if Jesus had trouble while he's down here and he said, you're going to have trouble also, you're going to have some trouble. So don't think because everything's going good, you don't have any waves in your pocket, that everything is good. You better get concerned, amen, when it gets quiet, when it gets still. The only time the water don't move and we normally can't see it is when the tide shifts. There's an ebb and there's a flood and then there's a stand. That means it's just not moving. Get me going the other direction. That's the only time. So if you're walking with the Lord and you got some troubles, church, know that it's meant to be. If you're walking with the Lord and you don't have and you think you got everything right, get on your knees and pray. Before the storm, it's peaceful. It's quiet. But the devil, church, is battling for your soul. Finally, take a look at what's going on in our world. It's election time. We need to get out and vote. But most of us are voting, once again, our political persuasions. We're not voting what God has here. We're not voting. If Christ was to put his name on the ballot, what would he say? How would he do it? That's what, but, 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 no, ain't no buts. When you stand before God, I'm not saying you're going to stand before God for how you, that's not, not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying either. And it's not not what I'm saying. I'm just saying every decision we make need to be based on him. Not how I feel. Not the way the world thinks. Those folk in D.C., Republicans, Democrats, and Independents, your best interest is not in their mind. I've never seen a job where anybody want to work to their 80, 90 years old and don't want to give the job up. I've not seen that. I'm working to stop working. Amen. I want to preach a little bit more. I want to go overseas. I want to go to Italy. Amen. I want to go up to Canada. Don't want to go to Orlando. Everybody going down there. But if they're doing that, why? Why so? I don't know. But do what God is calling you to do, church. But please examine your heart. If there's a breach in there, if God's showing you that, that means you've got to get it right. You've got to get it. I can't fix your heart. I can preach the word. I can teach the word. But I cannot convict your heart. I give it to you, and then I'm going to walk away. If God had me come back around, I'll come back around. But if he don't, it's not because I'm being mean. It's not because I'm out of town. not because I'm tired. Because God gave me the strength to do what he's called me to do. But I'm not going to waste God's time. And my time is God's time. Your time is God's time. We've got a word to preach. We've got to let the world know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is still eternal life. And it's your time to get right while you yet have breath in your body. Final, final question. Are you going to be found guilty of not giving someone the word that God has given you? Are you going to be found guilty of that? Father God, even now as we stand this morning, 
We bless you, God, for your word. We pray, God, you'll convict our hearts. Start here, God. Convict our hearts and allow God to see the breach that is there. What, however small, God, however large, help us, God, to get it right with you. God, we pray now that you would give us a clean heart and a right spirit, O oh God. We pray now, God, your blessings upon this church. We pray, God, that you just breathe afresh upon us, God. We ask that you just continue, God, to honor thine word and allow us, God, the privilege of preaching and singing your word, God, and lifting up your holy and righteous name. God, even now, we ask, Father God, you are saved today, God, deliver someone today, God, set someone free today, God. They may know your son, Jesus Christ, and in a day when your son returns, they can meet him in the air, God, and forever be with him, God. We tell you, thank you, God, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you and God keep. Let's give God a hand cup of praise this morning, church. Thank you. Please know that we've all been there, but that breach that we see is real, is absolutely real. But God allow us to see the breach we have that we may know that we can give ourselves to him. And he said, even in the midst of all this, he was going to give them a new heart, going to give them a new spirit. He's going to give them a heart after his heart. He's going to give them a spirit that comes from himself, amen? And God is doing the same thing today that he did back then. So with that being said, if you're here today and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, which is an invitation for you to come and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now, mind you, all these men that the Lord was talking about, they were doing abominable things. They were worshiping idols that were false. And he let them, I will give you a new heart, amen. That means he's available to us even now. Is there one today for salvation? Amen. If you join us on Facebook and you're ready to receive Jesus Christ, type your name in, put up the, the up hand, amen, and we're going to pray with him. And is there one this morning who needs Jesus Christ to save them? Is there one this morning? Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Come to Jesus. Y'all saying that this morning. It's too quiet for me. Amen. Come on, somebody. Come to Jesus. Just now. Come to Jesus. Just now. If you're looking for a church home this morning, we extend the invitation to you. You can come by letter. You can come out of your Christian experience. Or you can come as a candidate for baptism. Is there one this morning? Just now. He will save you. He will save you. Just now. Amen. We're going to open the altar for prayer this morning. Amen. If you desire prayer, if you need prayer, amen. Um, where you are, just hold up your hand. We're going to pray together this morning. Amen. 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 Father God, even now, we stand firm, God, on your word, believing your son, Jesus Christ that he died for our sins, and we confess, God, that we have sinned. God, he died, he hung, he bled, 
and they buried him, God, but you raised him up from the dead, God. We believe this in our hearts. God, even now, we believe that one day, God, that you're going to allow your son to return to receive us, God. So this day, God, I'm praying, God, those who are standing in need of, oh, Lord God, a new heart that you would grant to God, those standing in need of salvation today, God, grant it, God. God, those who don't realize that they're standing in danger, God, and needing your son, Jesus Christ, I pray now, God, you will convict their hearts and compel them to come and give their life to you. God, I pray this morning for this body of believers, God, all of those, God, who are crying out for prayer this morning. I lift them up, God, this morning that you would touch each and every one of us, God. For, Lord God, we have varying needs, God. Some, God, are sick in their body, God. Some are dealing with cancer, God. Some are dealing with high blood pressure, God. Some, God, have bad cases of diabetes, God. Oh, God, even now we lift up them to you this morning, God. You would touch them, God. And, God, we thank you, God, for your hand of mercy and blessing, God. You've touched some, God, who have already cried out to you, God. I pray the work that you have begun in them, God. You will continue, O Lord God, until the day of Jesus Christ, God. I pray, God, you would allow them, God, to be able to see and taste the good of the Lord while they're yet in the land of the living. God, others, God, are crying out, interceding for others. Father God, I'm praying, God, that you hear the prayer of intercession, God, and allow those, God, who they're praying for to receive your blessing, God, of salvation, God, and healing, God. Oh, Lord God, even now, God, I'm praying, God, that you would give us all that desire, that boldness, oh, Lord God, to proclaim your word, oh, Lord God, even when it's unpopular, God, even when it's contrary, God, to the ways of the world, God, give us, God, the boldness to stand for you, God. And Lord God, even now, Master, I pray, God, for our lawmakers. I pray, God, for our government. Oh, God, locally, oh, Lord God, nationally, oh, God, and even throughout the world, Father God. I pray for them this morning, God, that you, God, would touch their hearts so that they could give their lives over to you, Father God, and serve you and you alone, God. They can turn, God, from the ways, oh, Lord God, that they're going Oh, Lord God, for God, we realize that there's masses going in that direction, God. But you said in your word, Lord God, that the way to destruction is wide, oh, Lord God. And many there are that go there, God. I'm praying, God, that some, God, you would turn around, God, before it's yet too late, God. Oh, God, those, oh, Lord God, who are tinkering and tampering, God, with things that are not like you, God. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus, God. And I ask, God, that you would just have thine way in their life, God. And, Lord God, I pray, God. Your children, God, your believers, God, those who have given their life over to you, God, that you, God, would preserve them and keep them, God, until the day of Jesus Christ, God. I pray, God, even now for this church, God, that you, God, will continue, God, to have mercy, God, but allows God to do your work and your will, God. Even, God, as you prepare us, God, for that which is coming, God, I pray, Master, even now that we can get ourselves right, God, that we can do, God, what you have called us to do in this place, God. God. Lord God, help us, God, to organize the way you would have us organized, God. Help us, God, to do, God, things the way you would have them done, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And I pray, God, even this morning, yeah. for the one God you have on my mind, oh, Father God, that is more concerned, oh, Lord God, about image. I rebuke that spirit now in the name of Jesus, God. I pray now, God, for those, God, who are afraid this morning, God. I rebuke that spirit, God, of fear this morning, that you, God, would turn their hearts and their minds over to you, God. Give them a spirit of boldness, God. And, Lord, God, I pray, God, for every officer, God, every committee, God, every council, God. Oh, God, every ministry within this church, God, that you, Lord, God, would touch, God, and have thine way, God, in the name of 
of Jesus, God. We pray, God, even now, God, for you to move, God, through this county and have thine way, God. Oh, God, even now, God, I pray, God, oh, God, for my friends, oh, Lord, God, who are experiencing, God, bereavement this morning, God. I pray, God, you would hold them and keep them, God. Gird them up, God. Strengthen his heart and his mind toward you now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. I pray, God, that you, Lord God, would have the enemy take his hands, God, off of your people, God, that we can do your work, God. And Lord God, where he still message your people, God, allow us, God, to do just a job, God, and not forsake you, God, not curse you, God, not turn our back on you, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I tell you, thank you, Lord God, now. I thank you, God, and God, please, sir. I pray this morning, God, for pastors throughout this country, throughout this world, God, you would touch each and every one of us, God, and give us, God, the heart to preach and proclaim your word. And God, give us, God, an ear to hear your word through your spirit, God. We ask it all in Jesus' name, and for his name's sake we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, and God keep it. Give God praise this morning, church. Amen. We thank God, amen, for everybody this morning. We thank God for his word this morning. And I pray that you please allow your heart to hear what the Lord is saying. Allow your heart to hear what the Lord is saying. And here's something we have to be careful of when we're listening for the Lord. When he's trying to speak or when he's speaking, the enemy will speak also. The enemy will speak also. But the thing that the enemy is not going to do, he's not going to tell you the word of God in the proper context. God will. That's why it's important for us to study the word. But when you start getting those confusing signals and you don't know which way to go or what to do, that's when you just stand still. Just stop. Don't respond. Just stand still and you will see the salvation of God. You'll see God move. But if you start wavering back and forth, and James said the double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, amen. You just got to stand still and hear God. And trust me, if you stop and you stop listening to everything that's going on, stop looking at everything that's going on, you will be able to hear God. But if you're looking and you're hearing all kind of mess, now you're trying to pick and choose what's God. And you're going to pick the wrong thing. You're not trained to do that, man, but you, you have a heart. You can hear God. So listen to what God is saying, amen. You've got an ear that comes from God. You can hear. You can understand his spirit. He says, my sheep, they know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow, amen. Therefore, amen, listen for God, amen. And when God convicts your heart, you know it's God, amen. But study the word and know it, amen, but follow God. God will not mislead us, church, amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep him in. Congratulations, Brother Elijah. Amen. He graduated. Amen. 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 Also, Brother Kendall. Amen. He graduated also. Amen. Amen. We got two. Well, he graduating. Amen. And we're speaking. Amen. We got Brother Kendall. He's graduating. Amen. So he's, it's a done deal. Amen. Brother Elijah's graduated also. Um, so we thank God for that. And do, we do have our, I'm almost a little fella, but he's a big fella. Amen. Amen. He, he's moving on up to Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Brother Myers. Amen. Brother Antonio. Amen. 
Amen. Good heart. Amen. Y'all got to go see this, brother. If he ever gets back in another place, y'all got to go see him. Um, got to go see him. Amen. And certainly, amen, hats off. Amen. Brother Felix. Amen. He is doing some good things. Amen. And the sport they didn't have in Waycross at the time. Amen. I, I'm, I'm proud of him. Amen. Amen. He's in wrestling and you, Lee. Amen. Look forward to seeing you later on. Felix doing some good things. Amen. 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 Church, make sure, make sure, please, and make very, very sure. Don't have the your child. But everyone that I know and I touch, they mine. I let them know I'm proud of you, amen. I say, your mom and dad, I'm proud of you, amen. Let these kids know that they're doing a good job. Let them know that, amen. And when they're off just a little bit, amen, just kind of nudge them back in place. Hey, they ain't you. Come on, get back in line. Amen. Just let them know our children are doing good things. It's not all this mess you see on TV. They ain't put your letter on there. They ain't put your graduation up there. They ain't put that up there. They put in the masters, but they ain't spotlighting us. But you do something wrong. That's our job, church. Amen. Amen. The devil don't need to stroke you until you're doing good. Because if he's telling you you're doing good, there's a reason for it. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. Our prayer is not going to hold you. Amen. Please be attentive. Amen. To all of our announcements. Amen. We do have fellowship. Then we're going to stand. Uh, we're going to pray. We're going to go back break bread. And please, if you can't stay, take something with you. Amen. Take something with you. Let us all stand. Amen. Let us bow. Gracious God, our Father, today we thank you, Lord God, for, for you, for your graciousness, for your compassion, for your love for us, God. We ask, God, that you give us peace, God, beyond understanding. Console, God, those who are mourning the loss of a loved one. Heal those who are hurt. Keep those who are thinking about straying away from the fold. Those who have strayed, God, bring them back to the fold. Even now, God, we pray your blessings upon these people, and we pray, God, the word that we receive today, God, you will continue to speak to us, God, from that word. Feed us with that word, God. God, we pray even now the food which is prepared, that you will bless it. Bless each one who partook be it they gave, be it they cooked, be it they bought, whatever they did, God, bless them for their heart, oh God. Bless those who have put it all together, God. And God, bless those who just have an obedient spirit, God, to fellowship one with another, God. And Lord God, we pray that as we leave out this place, never, God, allow us out of thine sight and allow your blessing to be upon us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. St. John's Nation. I hope you enjoyed listening to Pastor Michael H. L. Robinson Sr. bring the word that God has given him. If you'd like to see Pastor live, you can visit our church at 715 Winding Road, Kingston, Georgia. Or watch him on Facebook Live at SJNBC Kingston. You can also follow Pastor on Instagram and Twitter at SJNBC Kingston. If you like our ministry and you would like to donate, you can go to our website at www.sjnbckingston.org or you can give on Giveify at St. John's Missionary Baptist Church Kingston. I hope you have a blessed day and like always, always be blessed.